Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hey everyone, welcome to this quick shot of romance. On this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, we are reviewing Promise Me Forever by Layla Hagen. This is book one in the Maxwell Family series. Um, and joining me for this episode is podcast contributor Rachel. Welcome back to the podcast, Rachel. Thanks for having me. Um, and I say this is book one in the Maxwell Family series, but it's not quite sure how this series is going to go, if it's going to be a straight family series or if she's interweaving this with a new hockey series she announced earlier in October. Yeah, my guess is it it's going to have a spinoff. Yeah, well, like book two is going to be a spinoff. I don't think book two will be a spinoff. I think it will introduce the players that will be in, in the, the spinoff. Okay. That's but, what I think will happen. But the spinoff is coming before book two in this series. Well, that's weird. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I think that book two, the Maxwell brother, and we'll get into this. This is So Layla Hagen is famous for writing Fantastic Family series. She has her Bennett's of San Francisco that are a family that do ju uh, custom jewelry design for like big department stores and stuff like that. And then their cousins spun off to their own series called the Connor Family Series. And they were they owned a fragrance and cosmetics company, I think. And then that series spun off to the Gallagher's in New York City. Um and then she just had kind of an in-between series between the Gallagher's that were three cousins that were in a, um, like a boy band that she just yeah. had. Um, so that was, um, and then now she started the mat, this promise me forever, which I don't know. I'm saying it's book one in the Maxwell family series because there's enough in this family for it to be a family series all of it. I think she I think she's calling it that. Okay. I think. Um, who <laughs> knows, right? We could be totally wrong. Um, and this episode is dropping in November. And in November, you will notice all of our Quick Shots Romance have the theme of family, either DNA family or found family. And we'll talk about the impact that has on each of these different stories. Um, so Rachel, will you read us the synopsis from Goodreads? Yes. As a divorced single father, I live by three rules. One, make sure every day my daughter, Paisley, knows she's number one in my life, no matter what. Two, keep contact with my cheating ex-wife to a minimum. Three, turn Maxwell wineries into a legacy that keeps Paisley set for life. When I hire Lexi to look after my daughter, I realize I need another rule. Don't pursue Paisley's nanny. But even if I had that rule, it wouldn't matter because I'm breaking it already. So this is a relatively recent release. It's within a month that this released in October 19th of 2021. Um, tropes on this are Big City. It takes place in Chicago. Uh, he's a billionaire. I say he's a book boyfriend. I completely agree. Um, close proximity because, you know, they live in the same house or, well, they don't live in the house together. She comes to the house every day for work. Um, this is a family series, DNA family, 
because he has like a plethora of siblings and a couple cousins thrown in for good measure because there weren't enough people. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, this is an instant attraction, nanny romance, single dad. I'm saying he's a stern brunch daddy because he's a little bit grumpy, but he is hot between the sheets. Um, and he owns a winery. So this qualifies under our wine and dine category. Um, put out percentage for this book was 41%, which made sense because they started as strangers. She's the nanny. There's quite a few hurdles to overcome when you have a nanny um, single parent romance. Yes, I I completely agree. It wouldn't have made sense for it to be much earlier. Um, I agree. So let's start with Mr. Tate Maxwell. He is the proud owner of the Maxwell Vineyards. Um, he really loves what he does. Yes, he does. You can just sense the passion he has for creating wines, which I really liked because I feel like a lot of times, like maybe you know what the character does, but that that's all it is. It's what they do. Yeah, it's just a job. Like I've read one where, you know, like he's a lawyer. He's a lawyer. Um, it just gives him wealth or prestige in a certain situation. Being a vinter, owning the winery, making decisions for this family owned winery was very much a part of who he was and his passion. Mm -hmm. um, the other most important thing in his world is his daughter, Paisley. Um, she's adorable. So cute. You know, sometimes we don't always get a lot of the kid, you know, it'll be, oh, it's a single parent romance. With a nanny, you kind of need a little bit more of the kids. But even then, a lot of their interactions will be after the child goes to bed or when the child is off in the other room. But they, Layla did a great job of moving her in and out of the story um, that you got enough of her fun, quirky personality. Mm -hmm. It also made you connect a little bit, I think, to both Lexi and Tate that it for that you saw like his compassion and his love for his daughter and Lexi's love of kids and learning and being, you know, who she is. Yeah. I, I really liked that, you know, you read the blurb and it makes it sound like he's a good dad, but you actually see him being a good dad. Like it's not just words like, oh, he's such a good dad. And then you don't actually see any interaction with his child or he never sees his child. Right. Because or... we've seen different ones like that. It's a single dad romance, but he has shared parenting of the child. So the child is always with mom. And it's like, um, you kind of want to see some interactions a little bit there. Yes, exactly. Um, the other thing that I thought was really interesting about Tate, and it goes along with our theme this month, is his family is important. Like, it is a priority. When something is happening, everybody drops what they're doing, and they're there for each other. Yes. I, I thought that was interesting, honestly, because it was very much like, okay, like, drop whatever you're doing, leave work. Like, let's all meet up and figure out how we're going to solve this problem. Now, have you read her Bennett family series or the Connor family series? I have not. So if those two series are very much start out like this one does, the family is very tight and very connected and in each other's um, 
business. And this story was exactly the same. His grandma showing up to spend time with Paisley and to kind of, you know, tell him, yeah, <laughs> put him in his place a little bit every once in a while. Um, it was just, it's really well done. You really get his sense and his desire for family. And that's one of the things that creates a problem for him in this story is he feels like he failed because he's divorced and his ex-wife left him, left her daughter. She's kind of a throwaway. Like, I don't even know why he bothers with her. I mean, I do. He's trying very hard to salvage that relationship between daughter and mother. Yeah. But she's not a good person. People not a good person. She really was just kind of useless. Yeah. Like we could just totally ditch her. Um, so leading up to when Lexi enters the picture, he the, it's summertime. He needs somebody to be with Paisley during the day while he's at work. He does. He is home every night for dinner. Um, he is looking for someone long term and he has fired several nannies. And it's a bit of a joke amongst the family about, well, are you going to fire them? <laughs> I thought that was great. I was like, okay, dude, apparently he cannot keep a nanny. I thought that was so funny too, because his family all gave him crap, but he like stuck to his guns. He's like, they deserve to be fired. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Like he was not feeling like, sad that he fired people. No, no. He was like one strike and you're done. For sure. Oh, for sure. Um, so enter Lexi. She's an elementary school teacher on her summer break. Um, she loves being a teacher. She really loves kids, uh, but do, and typically would spend her summers working at like summer camps, like week long day camps or away camps, but they do not pay as much as like doing high end nanny work. Yep. And her mother's had some recent health struggles. So to help her mom and dad, because Lexi's an only child, um, she, applies to a nanny agency and they send her to the Maxwell home to interview for the job of nanny. And she is dumbstruck when he answers the door. (laughs) It was so awkward. It was super awkward. It was so funny. I laughed. Um, But Tate feels the same way. Like he's as enamored the moment he sees her as she was. Yeah. It was very instant for both of them. And it was a, I thought like it was an instant connection that made sense. They're both, now he's a little older than she is, but really they're both really mature characters, instant connection and what they're attracted to made sense. It didn't feel impulsive. It didn't feel forced. Like it made sense that they had this instant connection together. I thought. Yeah, Um, I thought so too. One of the things that's standing in the way for Tate in this is, he realizes that um, Lexi is only going to be temporary for the summer. She goes back to teaching. And consistency for Paisley is super, super important um, to Tate because, you know, he's already failed with the mother who's kind of in and out and not really consistent. He wants to make sure that the nanny is consistent. Um, So um, things lead to things and, He ends up hiring her. He's supposed to be looking for a more permanent nanny, but I don't think he ever does. 
No, I don't, I don't think so either. Even like, even when she's like, you need to do this. Like, I don't think he ever did. I don't think he ever looked for another nanny. So really he knew he wasn't going to look for another nanny. Um, so let's talk about Paisley's character a little bit. We briefly touched on her. Um, she adds, I think for both Lexi and Tate, she doesn't steal the show. She doesn't dilute their chemistry or their romance because let me tell you at 41% when it was hot, I was like, hello, that was very nice. Thank you. Um, Sometimes when you add a child and I know that that's a complaint for people who read single parent romances, they sometimes feel like the kids dilute the chemistry. It's not as believable. I don't think she did. She actually, I felt added depth, you know, a lot of times in romance, we'll get the best friend or the brother or the sister that they share and talk with. Yeah. But being in the moment with Paisley, you got to see grandma, who was a hoot. Agreed. I love her. So very funny. Um, but then Paisley also added because she was insightful and she saw things. Yes, because I I think it's because she was nine years old, which by that time they are like picking up on things around them they can have full conversations i think a lot of times in single parent romances they're like toddlers or maybe like yeah. four years old five years old so at that point like they do kind of take away from the story sometimes if they are in it too much because at that age they're just funny yeah well <laughs> and they're demanding at that age they need a whole yeah. lot more attention they can't really play a ton on their own it two, three, and four. You got to kind of right. watch them all the time. Um, exactly. With Paisley being nine, she could go out of the room and play on her iPad or read a book or watch a movie and they could stand in the kitchen and have a discussion or flirt or whatever. So it did, it did make sense. Um, let's talk about Tate's big family. First of all, I loved that Lexi was an only child, but she embraced the large family. Like it was what she desired. Yes. And wanted. Um, and that was important to Tate too. The family piece of this was really important to him. Yes, uh, especially because he mentioned a couple times how his ex-wife like got overwhelmed easily or didn't really like them. Or yeah. they didn't like her. Well, yeah, I mean, she just wouldn't show up or she'd complain when the family would just pop in. And there's a lot of them. There are five brothers and then two girl cousins yes so six kids total his parents are still married they aren't there in the beginning of the book because they're traveling but they come later and yes. all the brothers the other piece i thought that was interesting about this um is other than one brother they all have different careers outside of the family business Yes, I thought that was interesting, too, because I I feel like most of the time in family series, like, if there's a family business, they all work for it. Yeah, I agree. In some way or another. No, I think you're right. They all, like, somehow are connected into the family business, be it, you know, like you and I've talked about the Miles brothers. They all work mm -hmm. for the media mogul. This, however, um, you know they each have different interests. There's only one brother that works at the winery with him at the vineyards. Yeah. So, and grandma's backstory could be a book all of its own. 
I would love to he- know her love story. Yes, I would love like a prequel no- novella. Yeah, because they like owned, showing how they met. Yeah, she owned a bookstore, and she and her husband ran it together, and then he turned it into a chain and a franchise, and it became that's how the family made their money. Um, and you do learn how Tate ended up in wine, and I won't take that away from the story for anyone because it's really sweet. Um, okay, so let's get down to it. Rachel, did you like this book? Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was so good. Was this your first Layla Hagen? It, um, no, it wasn't. I read the Very Irresistible Bachelors series and okay. then the spinoff from that, the Gallagher Curse. family. Okay. Um, but I own all of the Bennett Kindle books. Um, so I'm going to be reading those. <laughs> those audiobooks are amazing because there's Sebastian York in the first three. Oh, nice. And he's like a unicorn. I love him. I know. It's so good. Um, I did like this book. I really did. I struggled a little bit with the Irresistible uh, Bachelors Bastards. Oh, my God. (laughs) I struggled with that series a little bit. um, And I didn't read the Gallaghers. It it just didn't do anything. I can see that for you. Uh, Yeah. I just... I tried to read a couple of them and they were okay. But sometimes I have to pick and choose which books are going to take priority and which books, you know, if I have a free day, I can get to. And those are kind of on my free day shelf. Um, But I really enjoyed this. And I feel like Layla Hagen is going back to what Layla Hagen does well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I did feel like this was a bit steamier than the other books. Like you can, you can tell the same author wrote them. Right. For sure. But I, I felt it was steamier and he was like a little more like alpha. Yeah. Well, and her Bennett family is super sexy. So this was more in line with what her previous with that series. Okay. So like I felt really good reading this. I liked this one. Um, so who would typically like this book? Um, I would I would say anyone who likes contemporary romance, um, low angst, if you're looking for lower angst, this book yeah. and i i think the books i've read from this author have all been pretty low angst they act like adults they do her characters are very mature and they're thought out even when they're in their late 20s mid 20s they're very thoughtful was there a third act breakup in this i don't feel like it really it was wasn't, it wasn't a breakup it, it was wasn't. like no was that's like right day. he just had a bad day and they kind of took a moment and he she's went, like i'm going to leave yeah and then yeah it was not which i appreciate every once in a while it it they don't always need to break up i know and it wasn't like mad. weeks and people get mad when there's no breakup and i'm like why they gotta break up well right everybody can have a disagreement and this was a situation that was emotionally and intense and she knew that for her own person she needed to walk away for a minute um and there's some buildup that happens in and around those moments in this mm-hmm. thing, it, in this story. It made sense that she protected herself and said, okay, before anyone says something that they're going to regret, I'm going to take a break. Um, and they don't yes. take a break. They just, she went home for the evening. It, it, they just like broke the conversation. Yeah. Um, if you like contemporary romance, if you like a family series, you're going to love this story honest and he is a little bit of an alpha he's a little burnt on the edges 
and he is steamy and he's a dirty talker so yes so and he's a very good dad and he's a really good dad very good um so would you recommend this book yeah i would definitely recommend this book me too me too i would i recommend layla hagan a lot for family series especially the connor or the bennett um but this one is like right up there at the top i really did enjoy this story i thought it was super super well done yeah i'm excited to read like what she writes next and and go back and read the bennett's and the connors yeah um i'll tell you another time my favorite in the connors it involves a soccer player well no a soccer team Ooh. owner and a single mom it's oh yeah good. i Super love steamy. single parent romances me too anyway rachel thank you so much for joining me for this quick shot of romance i appreciate you joining us as always yeah thanks for having me back um until next time everyone happy reading find us on instagram at buzzing about romance or on twitter at buzzing romance if you like the podcast please leave a review if you'd like to support us directly join the bookcase and coffee patreon and receive exclusive content only available to patreon members check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes 